Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey gang, it's Zach here with Laura. This is episode 60 of Marriage Therapy Radio. We're working today on what it means when you have the same argument sort of over and over and over again. Or what if you only had three? Um, it's back to that whole perpetual problems issue. And uh, and I think it's an interesting conversation. Stick around. Hi. Hi. What's happening? <laughs> You're licking your lips from your sandwich that you just inhaled. Literally, like sucked it down. Did you chew? Are you? I know. I was so hungry. <laughs> I could tell. Uh, why were you so hungry? Because I didn't eat yet today. Oh, I get so yeah. grumpy if I don't eat. I get yeah. hungrumps. Um, yeah. No, I I got uh, into my office early and was wall to wall with clients, and then I needed a sandwich, so I called Jimmy John's. I didn't call him. I I got a. I go online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that too. I have literally ordered Jimmy John's into the emergency room because <laughs> the, that's cool. I've probably actually I could go back and you can pull up all of the delivery locations that you've had Jimmy John's deliver to. And I <laughs> basically just deliver Jimmy John's to any location I've ever been at ever. But yeah, the emergency room was great, which was awful because my husband couldn't eat because he was having a procedure done. Hey, I have something to tell you. I okay. I finally broke down. I didn't break down. I finally convinced my husband to buy a trailer, like a camper trailer. I'm one of. Tra- I'm going like to be a, a trailer person. Like a like a like a like an RV or something. Well, not like, like a, not an RV. We have to. We have, now we have to buy a truck to pull the trailer behind. But it's a trailer, and it's called. Um, if any of one of those things that kind of folds up. No, it's like a fold, like and it has like the canopy in it. No, and, you're 100 yeah. percent not a trailer person. If you don't know, that's a pop up. So it's not a pop up, and it's not an RV. Okay. It's in between. Oh, is it like one of those silver bullet things? Kind of. It is. Okay. It's actually it's from Australia and um, and they just started selling them. But the whole idea and this took forever. If you could see the negotiations that were happening in my household, it was incredible. But okay. I want an RV because we, we travel a lot and we spend a lot of money on hotels and I and I wanted something comfortable to stay in. Ryan wants something that can go off road. And there are not very many vehicles that can go off road because we live in Utah. We're surrounded by the most uh, amazing terrain, but it's really variable. Um, so we ended up getting this camper that was developed in the Australian outback that could handle sort of crazy terrain. Like we have it here in Utah. And now I just need okay. to, now I'm going to buy it. I'm, I'm going to buy a truck. I'm going to trade in my, my mom soccer SUV. and I'm going to get myself a truck. I'm going to pull my trailer. I'm going to be a 
trailer pulling lady. Yeah. No, I'm 100% not a trailer person. I'm I'm the guy who goes on. um, It goes on to hotwire.com. This episode of Marriage (laughs) Radio is brought to you by Hotwire. Hotwire.com. No, and I get like a five-star hotel like the day I need it. Mm -hmm. And then, and so I pay. I love it. We would not be friends because what you just reminded me of is that day when you're like, you know what I should do? I should go to the World Series today. I should just get random tickets to the World Series and pay premium so that my daughter can go. I paid less than face value. I paid under face value for those tickets. Either way, it was was over overrated. Our value systems are very different because I'm a I'm a dog mom and a trailer person. And (laughs) and you're a what are you? I like luxury. I don't like luxury. I just don't like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't rough it. I don't, I don't want to rough Mm-mm. it. Says the man wearing a scarf around his neck. Yeah. <laughs> Unshaven. <laughs> I'm getting a haircut soon. Um, Rebecca is like so mad at my hair right now. Why? Because it's just rough. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look at this. You're pulling your wings out. <laughs> oh man. So. So I have to tell you something funny is because I work with my clients virtually, um, last night my clients were drinking wine and they were super excited. Mm. And so they're sitting on their couch and they're enjoying a nice glass of wine while we're having our appointment Mm -hmm. at like eight or nine o'clock at night. And then this morning, Mm -hmm. my couple is sitting in their pajamas and and his hair is literally out to, I mean, he had all Mm. the curls were super far out. I basically get to see people as if I was to walk into their living room unannounced. That's how I... My clients show up. Nice. All right. Tell me what we're talking about because you, you, this is you, you're taking the lead on this one. This is all well, about you. Sort of. It's actually come from, from some clients who were in my office the other day and they're working through some stuff uh, as, as clients in our office typically do. do. Yeah. <laughs> but she um, mentioned this book that she's reading and she proposed this sort of, uh, she proposed kind of the thesis of the book and it made me go, huh, I wonder about that. Because the book basically is about something that we talk about a lot, this idea of perpetual problems that you have mm-hmm. with your partner. And that in this case, it was sort of this, and I haven't read the book. I'm only really re- repeating what she said. But right. this idea that you're having the same three arguments over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then those three arguments have a name. And one of them is, uh, be more like me. That's That'd be argument number one. Yeah. The second one would be, um, be more like my family. Mm-hmm. That'd be argument number two. And then argument number three, I think was something like, um, listen to my hurts. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of like trying to understand the, what argument you're really having, mm-hmm. even though you might be arguing about say, uh, you know, garbage who takes the garbage right. out or like whatever. What's, what's it really you, about? What it's are not you about really about? Garbage. Yeah. And I don't know if it's those three things, but I thought, Hmm, let's, let's bat talk it around. about that. And yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I mean, I totally agree. It's interesting because when you, when you, t- do you know the name of the book, by the way? Cause I'm sure that they would love to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have so many advertisers right now. Uh, I can find it because I looked okay. it up on Amazon. And, okay. Uh, hold on. See, it's by Amazon. Um, the yeah. one, listen to my hurt. So I was working with a client last night. <laughs> Not the client that was drinking wine. Not the drunk client. But this. <laughs> and this is the day when my license was revoked. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you, could, your, your clients are allowed to be drunk. Sure. I mean, they weren't drunk. Yeah, it's they weren't you drunk. that. It's you that can't be drunk. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can guarantee that I was not drunk last night. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. But um, the argument, the foundation of the argument was listen to my hurts. That's what it was about. It was feeling dismissed, mm. feeling as if one partner was putting themselves out there, was vulnerable, was revealing themselves. And all the while, their their partner was not listening or was not giving them the response that they wanted. They weren't listening to their hurts. Um, instead, they had sort mm. of received... Uh, I don't know what they would refer to it as kind of like a lashing, like, how dare you? Why would you mm. do that? Look at the mistakes you made. Um, and so that argument definitely lined up into the listen to my hurts part. Cause I oftentimes hear people say all the time, just listen to me, just be there for me. Mm. The whole idea of like, sure. be the sh- shoulder to cry on. Um, so when our partner doesn't show up in the way that we expect them to, or want them to, here's one question I have. Okay. One, the thing that I'm coming up to is, is your partner not showing up for you in the whole listen to my hurts because they can't or because they won't? And that's, that's Mm. oftentimes a differentiation that I like to get into because oftentimes I think it's not that they don't want to, it's that they don't necessarily know how to. Mm. Uh, And it's not a can't, can't because I'm enabled to, it's that I, I just don't know how at this moment, I don't know how to show up for you. Maybe going into that pain and showing up for you, like d- people get really uncomfortable when their partner is vulnerable. They get really uncomfortable when their partner has these big feelings, hurt or sadness, and, and they tend to move away from that hurt or sadness or they end up stonewalling themselves. Mm. So, yeah. It takes a while, I think, to figure out the difference between can't and won't. And then sometimes mm. people don't even know. Right. Like they don't. And it takes I think it takes some courage to admit that I won't. Mm. Um, So I actually had a guy say that this morning, something like, you know, she told me what she likes, but I don't do it. And I was like, why? Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. And I couldn't he didn't know if it was because he was lazy or because he didn't care because he was forgetful. Mm -hmm. And so it was an interesting it's an interesting thing to begin to kind of parse that with your yourself honestly you know yeah we've been i've been kind of dissecting the the won't part i don't know if you ever have have you ever had this experience we're really kind of diverting but that's okay um in relationships where one partner says i tell them exactly what i want i am very clear in my communication Mm. and they do the opposite of what it is that i want and that one's to me that sounds like the won't piece Mm. you know as you work yeah. work for days on clarity, you talk about maybe you're unclear in, in what you want. No, 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 I'm clear for sure I'm clear. But what is it that's stopping you? I don't know. Yeah, the name of the book is We've Had This Fight Before. Ah, who's it by? It's by a woman named Claudia Grauf Grounds. Huh, we've had this yeah. fight before. And you found it yeah. on Amazon. How much is it listed for? $10? $14.99. It's more expensive than Kin- your book. Kindle edition is $9.99. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so that's listening there's only, to my there's heart. Only six, there's only 16 left in stock. Order soon. <laughs> We're just going to wonder why all of a sudden 16 copies went away. Because <laughs> You know, the argument I don't, the one I don't like or I don't feel as resonant with is this idea of be more like my family. Yep, I agree. Um, that's one that I just, it just doesn't tend to come up as much as, as you might think. I think it's funny. It's not funny. Uh, I think it's interesting, especially when the premarital counseling gets, um, kind of takes a turn toward family of origin, which yeah. I do think is important. Mm-hmm. And I think you ought to understand. I think you ought to understand like what the, what the deal is. But, but, um, 
But in my office, I don't have a lot of conversations with couples who want their partner to be more like their family. And I don't know if that's a product mm. of creating your own family uh, and kind of realizing that you really are a different entity mm-hmm. or what. But that's the if I were going to push back on Claudia Grauf Grounds' thesis. Yeah. Well, here's where I see it might it. be. It might be there. And again, I haven't read the book. I'm only just kind of yeah. speculating. Here's, uh, here's where I see it coming up most recently is when we talk about argument style. So the way that people show up. So you have one partner that's pretty passive. That's where they're most comfortable with. And one partner that grew up in a family that was very assertive and maybe even mm. aggressive. And mm. when it comes to managing conflict, one partner is basically saying, why can't you be more like my family? Why can't you be more? Gra- why can't you just say what you mean and mean what you say in the moment? But instead, their partner is much more passive. They might stuff things down and hope that it goes away um, or it might be a little more passive aggressive. But I see that coming out a, a bit more in the be more like my family piece. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I don't, I, that's an interesting take. I think when I heard the heard the client say that it was more like, I think my brain went to like, be more like my dad or Mm -hmm. be more like the thing that I, I want or the thing that I grew up with, Mm -hmm. but maybe it is more about conflict style. And, and the fact that you're pushing each other's buttons in ways that are not familiar or not in, in sort of ingrained Mm -hmm. into your like DNA. Maybe that's, that's valid. I, I, I'll buy that for a dollar. Okay. Thank you. I will. (laughs) 14.99. What about be more like me? Um, I, I, all I can tell you for sure is that I don't want my wife to be more like me. Um, in fact, I don't, I, I don't want her to be more <laughs> like you either. I can only <laughs> handle one Zach in this world. <laughs> um, but I guess I guess I get that right. It's be it's 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 make sense of the world the way that I make sense of the world. Mm. Maybe is the is is what you're kind of thinking through. Boy, um, yes. I t- right now I kind of have a couple of. I have maybe three couples in my practice right now that all have a very similar dynamic, which is that she is um, kind of a driven um, corporate kind of high powered force. And he's, and he's kind of like Peter Pan. He's got more of a uh, (laughs) kind of doing his own thing or, uh, (laughs) um, and I think that that, those two things come into conflict quite a bit because I've said a hundred times that there's nothing right or wrong about either of those descriptions. Mm-hmm. They're not good or bad in and of themselves, but right. they do, they do, they do force questions that um, really come down to kind of your, just your value and your personality set. And I think that, um, you know, bridging the gap is, is especially challenging for these three couples that I have in my office right now. Wow. Well, you talk about it with these perpetual problems, which is essentially what we're talking about. Like we've had this fight before yeah. and having a perpetual problem in a relationship we've kind of described this over and over in our workshops that we do, by the way, we have one coming up on yeah. March 22nd, 23rd. By the time Depending this on comes when you're out, listening to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Well, the next one's coming up in June. I think it's June 9th. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm just looking June, at the calendar, but perpetual conflict is really about having these, these con like these points of tension in your relationship, these fundamental differences between people and kind of like the be more like me concept of maybe one of you is a glass half full and the other one of you is mm. a glass half empty. And so the lens that you look at the world through is going to be tinted based on the way in which you view it. So glass half full, you're looking through rosy lenses and the be more like me is why can't you wake up in the morning and see the good in the world? Why can't you see the positives? Mm. Why can't you immediately go to that? And I, these types of 
perpetual conflicts, you're going to have every single day for the rest of your life. And you can Mm -hmm. trade your partner out and the new partner that you get is might, might agree with you. They might be a glass half full type of person, but they're also a slob (laughs) and you're in your neck. So it's a, it's a little bit different. I'm thinking about the argument that Rebecca and I might have most often. And I don't know. I think if I'm arguing with her, I'm probably having this argument, which is just be nice to me. Hmm. Um, like, I think that's really it. Like if, if I get upset or if I get into conflict with shoot, gosh, with, with my wife or either one of my daughters, I am basically arguing for just be nice to me, <laughs> you know, or maybe just be nice to your sister. That That's another thing or be nice to your mom. But I think that's the part if I'm, if I've had that fight before, mm-hmm. that's probably the name I would give it. So you don't mind having a difference of opinion or like tension. It's how, how the conversation goes. It's how the conflict is managed. Yeah. 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 Huh. That's interesting. I'm pretty comfortable with difference. I'm pretty comfortable with tension. I just, just Mm -hmm. be nice, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Or kind. I don't know what the right word is, but yeah. Don't be mean. I have seen the be more like me come up a lot around this, um, kind of again it's the lens in which you view the world but one partner tends to get more stressed out and is runs more anxious than the other person and the other one tends to be a little more laissez-faire did i say that correctly mm-hmm. it's not english uh, i can tell you that much Les, laissez-faire. Yeah. Yes. yeah um yeah. and i think the way that we worked around it is recognizing that this is never going to change you're never going to change the other person yeah um, yeah. and sure you can try and change yourself, but it's probably not going to, you're always going to have that tendency to, to view the world in that particular way. But I think it's recognizing that it's beautiful to have these puzzle pieces that fit together in a specific way. So you and Rebecca, you can't be matching puzzle pieces. You wouldn't fit together, but yeah. in order to have a relationship, it's really nice that you tend to be one way and she tends to be the opposite way because then you kind of fill your gaps a little. Well, two things. One, I, I don't think I've ever looked at your nose from this angle before. That's a, that's a, a do you, yeah. hold on. I have a crooked. Do you have that little crease? Yeah. yeah. You have that little crease. There. And not only that, but it's crooked. I think something happened to me in the womb. I'm not even joking. I think that like okay. half of my face looks like I had uh, a stroke and I believe it probably happened at like week 36. Okay. Just right. saying. Anyway, uh, so, so back self-conscious to of my nose crease. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, so. So it comes, what you're describing goes back to this idea of like, you hear couples say all the time, I want to be on the same team. Right. And this morning, actually, I had a woman say, I feel like we're not on the same team. We're not rowing in the same direction. Ooh. And I was like, and I was like, well, that's because you're not uh, the team that you're on isn't a, a crew team. It's not a rowing team. Rowing is two people doing exactly the same thing at the exact same time in order mm. to create efficiency. Mm-hmm. It's more like you're a volleyball team. You have different responsibilities and roles and you make up for each other's weaknesses and you try to, you know, plan your strategy based on the, the team that you're playing against and their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And that is, that is so stinking brilliant. So I don't know. I, I think this idea that, you know, be more like me or, you know, whatever it is, it really needs to be understood within the context mm-hmm. of what, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. And there might be times where you need to be the two of you need to be on a road team, but I love the idea of a volleyball team. I played volleyball growing up and like you're constantly setting other people up for success on your team. Like you, you are trying to put 
like you're trying to get the ball in the air in just the right place for the other person to have the as much ease in setting you up again for success. So it's all about like a push pull dynamic um, with this relationship of I got you now you got me and now that together are with our powers combined, Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you know it's about I don't know I, we could beat this metaphor to death and then maybe we should, but the mm-hmm. it's right now uh, it's. Um, the beginning of free agency in in the NFL. And so my news feed in a way is, has all these headlines about this person's going there or that player is going to do that or this. And what it ultimately is, is people trying to put the pieces together, right? I want to find the pieces that go with these other pieces that help us become successful. And I think that's what, that's what it's about. We are no longer talking about having the same argument all the time, but um, (laughs) well, that's what happens. You know, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to see if I can find, uh, we've had this fight before at my local library because I'm not willing to spend money on a book uh, if, if we've already gotten like the thesis, but there might be something interesting (laughs) (laughs) to read from this. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Sorry. um, What's her name? Sorry. I forget her name already, but uh, she had two last names. I'm sure sure she's a very nice lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Claudia, sorry, Claudia, we're not willing to spend $10 on your, on your book. You know what, Laura, I'm going to buy this book for you. I'm just going to buy it and send no, it to you so no, that you can read it. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I, I am a minimalist. Uh, and by that, I mean, I go to my local library and I, I'm, I'm, if it's on hold, I'm willing to wait six months to read this book. Don't okay. buy it. Do not. I can right. see you clicking around on your computer. Do not buy that book. <laughs> All right. I'm going to see you next week. <laughs> yeah, you are. You lucky duck. All right. Bye, Zach. Bye. Just say oh, bye. leave it? Okay, yes, bye. Yes, just say bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. You guys, as of today, I'm sitting here on iTunes and I'm looking at 133 five-star reviews. Yes, it makes me feel amazing. And yes, it fills me with pride. But more so, it makes me so happy that so many of you have taken the time to go and leave us a review. And so many of you have written these incredible things about how you found the podcast and what you find beneficial. And what that does is that helps other couples out there find this podcast. So if you're joining us on our journey of wanting to reach as many couples as possible, to entertain them, to inform them, to give them some sort of insight that maybe they didn't know before so that they can have a better relationship today than it was yesterday. So thank you so much, everyone, for leaving us a review and keep it up. If you haven't done it, we'd love to hear from you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.